Welcome to New Thought 2020 and Beyond. I'm Robert Brzezinski, your host, and I invite you to join my guests and I as we explore the social and political issues of our day from a higher consciousness. Together, we'll explore the events, discussions, and opportunities that are shaping our world and future. Together, we'll do the work of creating a world that works better for everyone. Join us, New Thought 2020 and beyond. Well, hello there, dear ones. Welcome to episode number one, the very first episode of New Thought 2020 and beyond. My name's Robert. I'm going to be with you here today to introduce a bit about what's happening with this podcast, what you can expect and what you'll come to, I trust, uh, rely upon when it comes to uh, information and taking a look at the social and political issues of our day from a higher consciousness. That's what we're all about. However, before we get into all of that, first things first, let's uh, find that center, find that place. So if you're in a safe space to close your eyes and become still, I invite you to if you're driving or uh, operating machinery of any sort, please don't uh, close your eyes at all for this. But uh, if you're comfortable and feel safe, please join me in a moment of knowing the truth. A moment of coming to know the one. That power, presence, and intelligence that's operating as all of life. I know that one as the source and the supply of everything everywhere. Every resource, every idea, every possibility, every furry creature, every rainbow, every raindrop, every one, every beating heart, every voice, part of this oneness, this vast, vast universe of one connected in infinite ways. And so what I know beyond knowing is I know that this time here today is a time of great revelation, that this time is an opportunity for the one to reveal truth in great ways, to reveal a higher perspective. And so I trust that whatever wants to be said here this day is said and whatever need not be said is not said. From a place of absolute unconditional love, transformed from anything unlike a, a universal oneness of love. I just know all is well and everything's happening just as it must. And I let that be. I let go. I let the one be all. And I affirm this truth by just saying, and so it is. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me in a moment of consciousness, a moment of centering, so that uh, this episode moves easily and freely. And so, here's, here it all is. 
Here's what we're going to talk about today. I want to introduce to you a couple of little segments, some ideas that I have, and I also want to introduce you to the concept of the show. So, we're going to have to go back just a little bit. Uh, and in that going back just a little bit, I want to uh, explain and give you a little bit of history about me if you haven't, uh, if you're not familiar with me all that much. And I imagine most people listening to this initial episode will have some familiarity with me. However, and my work. However, coming up through my ministerial training, as fabulous as it was, there's always a, 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 a hidden piece that says we don't talk about politics. And it, this is rooted in the fact that as churches, uh, as 501c3 organizations, uh, tax law prohibits a church from making, taking a political stance, endorsing a political candidate. Uh, and putting, and so a church can make statements about a human rights issue, uh, as it sees it. However, church can't make a statement as to which candidate to endorse. And the intention here is not to do that either. Unless of course you find someone here that you absolutely align with. And then we endorse you supporting the candidate of your choice not who i believe or who anyone else on that may appear on this show believes is the best candidate or the right candidate or the wrong candidate and we're gonna we're gonna do our best to go here to to uh to explore this topic the social issues of our day the political issues of our day from a space of hate-free non a non-violent speech from a place of radical inclusivity uh and as i've learned and we're going to have some people on that'll talk with me about that about that term radical inclusivity as i've learned that's a really tough thing to do sometimes uh and i there it's that's challenging and yet we're going to do our best to keep the conversation positive to keep love and compassion and unity at the center and oneness at the center of this this political conversation because for the first time in no, that I know of there is a major democratic political candidate running for president whose beliefs are steeped based in new thought uh, new thought as I see it we're going to talk more about that too in the coming weeks I think we're going to talk about that a lot over the next year the next year and a half two years almost we're just getting started on the 2020 election cycle and what I can already see is not just at the presidential level but in other places New thought candidates, candidates aligned with a philosophy of oneness and the new thought principles. And I'll share some resources on where you can learn more about what new thought principles are. Candidates that are already aligned with, with these beliefs and this philosophy without really knowing it sometimes. And yet others that do. 
and I want to explore how we support those types of people in changing the political discussion. The science of my philosophy, of which I believe and which I teach, and I'm an ordained minister, teaches us that we have to do our work in consciousness, do our prayer work, do our consciousness, our contemplations, our meditations, do all of that fabulous inner work to change how we see the experiences of our lives. And then, and when we see, when we change our consciousness, we'll see a difference in our world. Yes. And we have to move our feet. We have to affirm and know and visualize and and do the prayer work around, do the consciousness work around creating a world that works better for everyone. And then we've also got to go get our hands dirty. Let's change that. And then we got to go use our clean hands to support and uplift and pull others out of the mud. Out of the old discussion, out of the old way of, of discussing politics. It seems plainly obvious to me that if we can bring more love and compassion into our discussions rather than hate and vitriol, then we're acting more in alignment with the one. But in my, my world, God doesn't know hate. It's not, not actually some, that's a human thing. That's not part of the divine nature, your divine nature, my divine nature, the divine nature of everyone across this entire planet and beyond. And so there's no room for hate in this conversation because that's not the truth of God. That's not the truth of the one. And what we're looking to do here, I believe, what I'm looking to, what I want to be a, an agent of, an agent of transformation in the world, I want to change the conversation around our politics enough of enough of the competition and and the outright hate and manipulation let's bring something new to the table a new conversation for a long long time I've had a a love affair with the idea of a half-hour television show called And Now the Good News. And so one of the things I want to do with this program is share some good news once in a while. So we're going to take a quick break, uh, say a quick thank you to our sponsors, and come right back with one of our recurring segments, uh, the very first episode of a recurring segment, and I'll share that with you in just a moment. Hang tight. We'll be right back. And we're back, folks, with what I would love to see become a regular segment here on New Thought 2020 and beyond. I'm calling this OMG Did You See? And the idea is this is an opportunity for you as the listener to send in a story, something you found, a good news story, something you really want us to see and something you really want the rest of the world to know about as well, or at least as far as our listenership goes. 
And uh, so send us what uh, what you'd like to us and then we'll discuss this. Right. And my guests and I will talk about whatever story we have chosen. We'll do a little bit of research beforehand and be able to share with you a story that uh, or at least our perspective, a new thought perspective on the story. So um, and here's uh, here's one I found already. This came uh, through last week. This is dated February 13th. And the source, I found this on the Good News Network. If you're not familiar with goodnewsnetwork.org, goodnewsnetwork.org, go check that out. I'll make sure we leave a link down in the descriptions below. Uh, But I love the Good News Network. There is always all kinds of cool stuff you can find on this uh, on this platform and on their site. So uh, this one is Senate passes biggest public lands package of the decade with sweeping bipartisan approval. So it would appear that the Senate passed a 662 page ma- measure. Do they really read all that? Uh, I hope so. I hope they read the important parts. Um, however, what this p- bill will do, what this law does, is it designates over 1.3 million acres as, uh, I guess, is it a law? No, uh, yes, yeah, so the bill was passed. I'm sorry. Uh so uh, the Senate passed a 662 measure, 1.3 million acres as nationally protected wilderness and created four new national monuments honoring civil rights and union heroes. The bill passed with a 92 to 8 vote and the White House officials have divulged that the president has agreed to sign it. Uh, it's all according to the Washington Post. Uh, so, you know, we've... Um, there, there's been a shifting of. Uh, it would appear from this, it would be, it would appear there's a shifting of perception on what to do as far as saving public lands uh, in the administration. I know earlier in the administration we lost some public lands as a, uh, and uh, one of the quotes here is from uh, President of the Wilderness Society. Today marks an overdue but critical victory for America's most important conversation funding, conservation, sorry, funding program and for protecting our wild lands. Uh, it's encouraging to see the new Congress immediately moving bipartisan legislation that can preserves our land and water for today and for future generations. So this is a good thing. This is the good news that uh, I wanted to share with you today and invite you into the conversation. What do you think? Uh, Leave some comments down below. Do you think it's a good idea that we're saving our public lands? Uh, Does this measure go far enough? Do, uh, would you like to see more? I'd always love to see more lands put aside and, uh, and yet that's kind of my, uh, my provision, my my perspective, uh, but I'd really love to hear yours. So uh, send us an email, drop a message in the in the uh, in the comments down at the bottom of the post. Wherever you want to get in touch with us, reach out. Let us know what you're thinking, and we'll, we'll perhaps we'll include your response in a future episode. So. Um, so that's it folks. That's it for the good news today. We'll be back with this segment again in the future. Please. Grab a quick beverage and we'll be back in just a moment with the rest of our show. And we're back with what I trust will be, uh, this will be the interview segment of our, of our show and it'll be the opportunity for us to take a deeper dive 
to look at uh, a social issue from a different perspective, whether that's gun violence, whether that's uh, sexual violence, uh, whether that's just uh, how to be a spiritual man in today's world or how to be a spiritual woman in today's world. Uh, obviously I'd need to bring in some special guests on that last one. And, uh, and I do plan to bring in guests to have wide ranging conversations. One of the key tenants that I want to instill in this program is, uh, uh, it's, I, I guess I, I can say it best by just sharing. I am willing and I am open to let my mind be changed, to let my uh, my perspectives and my opinions and my beliefs be changed based on new information. Now, I uh, the key for me the key in that is there needs to be new information. So if it's something I haven't heard, if there's something uh, I'm overlooking, if part of the discussion, I get it that my perspective is my perspective and mine alone. And that's why we have to have varying perspectives and more than one voice. And uh, that's also why I'm right now open and willing and seeking and looking for seeking a co-host or maybe a few. A few people that want to be a regular part of this conversation and they don't have to believe exactly as I do. They don't have to believe exactly as any of us. Uh, as long as they, what they believe isn't hurting anyone, isn't hurting themselves, isn't hurting anyone else. I'm a firm believer in that as well. Uh, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, who in the world am I to judge your behaviors or what you're doing? Now, it doesn't mean I don't. I do. I judge other people all the time. I just don't share that with them. <laughs> I keep that to myself. And I keep that uh, out of the public eye because that does no one any good. I'm learning to... to uh, I'm constantly learning how to move beyond those judgments, how to not judge, jump to conclusions and how to see people from the light of the one to see the beauty and the truth and, and the magnificence that it's at the very center of everyone out there. Uh, some people are having a human experience that, uh, that bumps up against my human experience and, uh, and I don't like it. And, uh, and, I still get the opportunity to, to kick back, uh, to find a way to take a bigger, to pay, take a bigger perspective, to look at it, everything from a higher view, from a higher consciousness. And again, I believe that's what's necessary in our political discourse today. We don't have that. And so I'm willing to let voices that may not normally be heard, uh, share their perspective on this show. And I, I trust that the, we can do that in a respectful and nonviolent manner without making each other wrong. But by sh genuinely sharing a, a, a view, a perspective that says, hey, this is what's working for me to, in my life, to make my life a better place. And when I'm making my life a better place, then I know that I'm also in the process of making the whole world a better place. 
here we are at, at one of our primary themes again, right? Creating a world that works for everyone, creating a world that works better for everyone. Now, that saying is loaded with all kinds of implications and the the good metaphysicians out there, the great new thoughters out there might say that, well, everything is working exactly according to our thoughts and our beliefs. So everything is working for everyone all the time. And there are those that have the human experience living in the human world where it just doesn't feel that way. And it just doesn't seem that way. And we're going to be able to take a look at, at the spiritual and the human implications of these topics. What does it mean to be against guns or anti-guns? Right? If, if, and we'll spend a whole episode on, on these topics. This is just one of the many things I want us to think about. This is one of the many things that I think it is our responsibility to consider as we move through this next election cycle. Because let's be real, people. This next election cycle is going to be unlike anything we have ever seen before. Anything we've ever lived through and everything we've ever experienced. From my perspective, there's no question that there was some some force, some influence into our electoral system, into our own way of, of judging the candidates, our own way of perceiving what they stand for and what they didn't stand for. And there's no question in my mind that foreign governments had a hand to play in shaping and influencing this past election. And there's no question that they'll do it again that they're already working in that manner, already working towards influencing who becomes the next president or not. Now, that's not fear speaking. That's wisdom. There is a power for good in the universe. And we each get to use that power according to our beliefs. And so those powers, those states, those states of consciousness that believe they need to influence our elections. Well, they're just looking at the same thing we are, right? Aren't I sitting here talking about influencing our elections? Just because someone lives halfway across the planet, they don't have that right. If they're a citizen, they do. If they're a citizen, they they have the right to enter the discourse and the discussion. And that's what we're doing here. And I that's why I believe it is the responsibility of every citizen to enter the discourse to enter the conversation, to bring an expression of love and compassion and understanding. And I get it. The people working in those troll farms across halfway across the planet on the other side of the globe, they're, they fully believe in what they're doing because they've 
been fed a, a belief system that works for them in one way or another. And eventually when it no longer works for them, I trust that they too shall evolve. And I believe that as we stop making them the bad guys, as we stop vilifying and turn our attention towards creating a system that we want that'll work, there are alternatives. There are, are alternatives to rampant propaganda on our social media feeds. There are alternatives to hacking electronic data voting machines. There are alternatives to the wholesale harvesting and influence of every keystroke, every search, every where you cast your mouse on your screen. There is another way. But I don't know exactly what that is. And I know I can't get there alone. And I know that collectively there is a power in the universe that does know how we can get there. There is a power that knows exactly what's necessary. And there is a power that right now is already bringing forward all the coincidences, all the alignments, all the resources and people and opportunity and all the things necessary to bring forward the great vision. The great vision of this podcast, the great vision of your life, the great vision of a, a politics of possibility. Can we start there? A vision of a politics where there is possibility rather than immediate rejection, refusal, and bipartisan bullshit. That's a spiritual term. I really invite you to join me in this because I feel called to go here and there are those and, and I know I have colleagues that will have probably already turned this off won't even listen to what I'm about here but I also trust there's one or two of you out there right now that say I want to be a part of this I want to be a part of this and if you are, send me an email, robert at spiritevolving.com. Respond, leave a comment, let me know, reach out. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation about what, what feels right for you. What feels good for you in creating a politics with possibility, a politics of oneness, a politics of unity. A politics of radical inclusivity. Not fascist separation. Because honestly, I don't believe that's the truth of God. I do not believe that separation is our natural state. 
They do not believe that the truth of our lives is to be in division, in competition, divided. You know, it's said that 85% of all statistics are made up on the spot simply to prove the point of the person that's speaking, including that one. And what I believe is I believe we have a massive, deep, deep divide in our country right now. And when it comes right down to it, whatever the numbers are, however many percent voted this way or however many percent believe this way or however many percent say they might do this or might do that if someone does this or someone does that, all of that is part of, is part of the chaos. It's part of the confusion. It's part of the illusion that I want us to move beyond and move into a place of looking at how do we create a what's the solution where everybody, every stakeholder, every party, everyone involved can walk away feeling good. I know it's not easy. And I know you might already be sitting there thinking, well, what about this? What about abortion? How can we create a discussion where everyone radical inclusivity on that topic? I don't know. Let's try. This is a wondrous and wild and woolly universe. And I can't wait to see what it all holds. I can't wait to see where this discussion is going to take us. Because I really do know it's going to take us somewhere. For now, that's all I got. I'm going to invite you again to come join in on this grand adventure and explore the vision with me. I'm going to be here as often as I possibly can. And what I believe is I believe a group of people will rise up and say, I want to be a part of this. I want to help in some way. Whether it's splicing audio together or creating show notes. If you want to be a part of this in some way, let me know. It doesn't have to be huge. And if all you want to do is say, yes, I believe in this conversation. Hey, let me know that too, would you? Let me know if this is something you think could you could be valuable. Because I'm ready to put my heart and soul into it. I don't think there's anything more important at this moment in my life or in the lives of those around me in, the, in this country, especially, than to have this conversation. A conversation about bringing unity, inclusivity, and love back into our political system, back into our political discussion. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please leave a comment. Let me know. Write me an email. Whatever it takes. Robert at spiritevolving.com. Our new website, newthought2020.com, will be up soon. We're working on it already. But I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to introduce this and invite you into the into the conversation. So let's uh, let's have one more special segment before we're done today. What do you think?
Be right back. And we're back with another of our recurring features called Keep an Eye Out. And the idea here is simple. This may be an up-and-coming politician, someone most people haven't heard of, someone that we want to keep an eye on and watch how they progress, see how they move through the political system. It might be an emerging idea in a social issue, something unique or different to support one of the social uh one of the social issues of our day and the things that we're looking to uh, to consciously change in those areas. Today, what I'd like to just share with you really briefly, and we'll start the segment uh, with Mike Johnston. Now, Mike Johnston is a relatively young politician in the state of Colorado. He ran for governor in the last cycle and did not win, did not uh, finish close to the top. Uh, And I believe he influenced the conversation. One of his primary uh, platforms and one of his uh, credentials is that he was a uh, school principal. So he's very big on schools and youth and youth education. Uh, also, you know, great topics uh, dear to my heart uh, is youth education. So uh, I really like the way Mike, uh, I, I, I like his presence. I like his uh, youthfulness. I like that he ran for governor uh, up against some pretty heavy hitters with a whole lot of money. Uh, and uh, and while he didn't win that race, he has uh, immediately turned around and re-entered and is working uh, on a Senate bid. Now, here in Colorado, uh, one of our senators, Cory Gardner, is up for re-election in 2020. Uh, as someone who has aligned himself with the current uh, predominantly Republican agenda. Uh, I'll I'll give Corey his due. He has voted on some issues that I agree with that, uh, that seem to be very beneficial for the state of Colorado, uh, seem to be moving the conversation forward in some degrees in many respects, uh, his voting record would indicate, uh, holding on to some older ideas. And so I believe Mike Johnston, uh, has an opportunity to give Corey a run here. Mike has, uh, if I'm I believe has embraced the new green deal and uh, is looking to change the political discussion here in Colorado. So he's our candidate to keep an eye out on Mike Johnston this week. And until our next episode, uh, I invite you to go over, go ahead and visit his website, see a little bit more of what he's about. He's somebody I think we might be hearing more from uh, on the national at the national level and someone that seems poised to help shift that conversation as well. So, and, uh, you know, if anybody out there is listening and you can get, uh, and you have the influence with Mike, uh, he's got a welcome seat here in my studio and be welcome to come in and, uh, or we'll Skype him in or send him in on a zoom conference, whatever it takes. But we'd love to be, uh, be open to have a conversation with him as well as the time is right. So that's our keep an eye out segment until next time. Peace and blessings dear one. We'll be back in just a moment.
we're back with our final segment of the day. Today's episode number one here is a little abbreviated. The intention is to do about 45 minutes, maybe a little more if the conversation warrants, but between 45 minutes and an hour uh, for each episode. Uh, Today we might finish a little early simply because uh, there's only so much to talk about. And in our final segment each week, we're going to look at uh, what's the good in your life. And this is an opportunity for myself or any guests, uh, any of my co-hosts to share a little bit about what they're doing and where they're, uh, what projects they've got working, things that are happening to support this uh, conversation of creating a world that works better for everyone. So uh, this week we'll make it real easy and simple. It's an open invitation. If you're familiar with my work, uh, you may already be getting my daily spirit callings email. If not, I'm going to invite you to join in on this experience. It's really a lot of fun. Basically, uh, not basically, well, what it is, is it started about six or seven years ago now. I've kind of lost track. And the idea was a daily email and a daily email that had some inspiration to it. So uh, the idea is that there's an affirmation. The first segment is an affirmation, something you can use, repeat as a mantra throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your life, really, uh, to remind you of your own magnificence, of the truth of your life. The middle section is really uh, an inspiration and a little bit more of an explanation uh, around the principle behind the affirmation or helps to to flesh out the idea uh, and give you a little bit more to, to contemplate and perhaps add to your daily meditations. And then the third part is the spirits calling for your day. So every day ends with a today you are called. And that provides you with an activity, an action step, something to contemplate or do, a way of being in the world, something that moves you and allows you to activate the power of the affirmation and the inspiration. So those are daily spirit callings. It's also recorded as a podcast. So if you'd rather listen to it than read it, you can do that. It takes about uh, 90 seconds, uh, under two minutes each of day, each day of your morning to listen to the podcast or uh, read the email. So I invite you to sign up for that. Just head on over to uh, either of my websites, spiritevolving.com or revbriz.com. That's R-E-V-B-R-Z.com. You can sign up for the Daily Spirit Callings over there. So, uh, And again, as always, if you have any questions, uh, just reach out, send us an email Robert at spiritevolving.com or uh, leave a comment in the show on the show and we'll have somebody get to you right away. So, all right, that's it for today, folks. We're going to wrap this up, call this show good and very good and recognize that there is something happening here. It is an amazing adventure. It's the experience of bringing new thought into our political discourse. It's about bringing love and unity and compassion and truth into our interactions and into this next political evolution here in the United States. So it's New Thought 2020 and beyond because I know it won't end with the next election cycle. We're going to be going at this for a while. 
cultural change does not happen overnight, people. We're going to be working on this for a while. So I invite you to join me. New Thought 2020 and beyond. We'll be back again soon. Until next time, peace and blessings. Namaste. Go forth and prosper. behalf of everyone that contributed to today's episode, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating in the discussion. And thank you for being part of the consciousness that shapes the future of our political and social discussions. Learn more at newthought2020.org. That's newthought2020.org. And please invite your friends to listen to the podcast, newthought2020.org. Until next time, peace and blessings, go forth and prosper. Prosper.